0: Hi everyone, it is Marilyn and and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And this is my hundredth episode, Holy Frackle. That's a combination of two words. I'll let you figure out which those words are. Frackle. The first letter is an F. You can figure out that one. Anyway, I am super excited, and I did a very special episode for you today. You're going to hear some really great stories in this particular episode, as well as... um, some tips and tidbits, and even um, a kind of embarrassing story that I'm gonna share with you, and it's in this episode. But before you go there, I wanted to offer you a little special something for my 100th episode. We have this thing called the SAS experience, which people really love. I'm not lying to you. It's not a salesy, pitchy thing. Well, it does help salesy, pitchy. But it is an experience that you go through where you watch videos um, based on the SAS pillar system, S for subconscious thinking, A for alignment, S for soul ignition, and then the last S is for synchronicity. It's a really incredible video experience. They're about 20 minutes long, the videos, each video. Um, Very powerful, packed with stories and fun tidbits. And then you get a homework assignment and you do that homework assignment in 24 hours. And then you come back and watch the next video. People love it. They get a lot out of it. And it's really been an incredible thing that I have offered and um, just incredible thing. And the reason why I say that is it's just been so wonderful watching everybody's shifts and changes in this little experience. So I want to offer it up to you in this episode. And it's not free. Um, you can use the coupon code truth to get 50% off of it. Truth. So you're going to go to joinsass.com, joinsass.com. And if you're interested after what you read on the page, it's not a very big product page. You'll just get a couple of things. You will put in the coupon code truth and get 50% off. And right now I am offering a Facebook group with that. Um, I don't know how long that'll be for, but it'll be for a little bit. So when you purchase it, you will get um, a link into the Facebook group. I don't do free Facebook groups. So this is a way that um, you can come into the arena of a private group and tell us how your experience has been and then if you need any kind of support you can get that support as well. So I do hope that you come join join SAS experience people like I said they go through it and they have like lightning results overnight and I'm not bull bullying you. I'm trying not to curse anymore which is like oh by the way I drop a lot of f bombs in this episode so maybe that's why I'm trying not to curse in this intro. Um And I wish I could tell you a lot of stories because we have tons of testimonials, but I'm just not somebody who retains the stories. I just don't, I don't know why. I just, I'm very happy for people when they have changes and excited that they have transformations. And then I kind of just let go and move on to the next thing. So uh, you just have to feel into it. And if it feels right to you, grab it, buy it, put in the coupon truth, go to joinsass.com and put in the coupon truth. And that will be your little gift if you like it, if it feels right to you. And I can guarantee you will have an incredible, exciting journey when you watch those videos and you do the homework, because the homework's going to help you to have a shift in your life. So the homework is very simple, but especially the first uh, homework with the subconscious thinking part, people are like, holy mackerel. They continue to use it to this day, that particular piece of homework. The alignment, you're going to remember who you are, and you're going to play a fun little game with that. It's also fun. And then this third one, soul ignition, you're going to do something really fun with that where you're going to ignite the light in your soul. And then the fourth, there's actually five videos. The fourth video is um, synchronicity, and you're going to learn some more about synchronicity and how I teach synchronicity. And then you'll move into part two of synchronicity. All right, guys, uh, enjoy this episode. I think you'll really like it. And thank you so much. And remember to please rate, review, subscribe. It really does help me, um, helps me to get this podcast out and pick up the um, downloads and all that kind of fun stuff. Thanks a lot. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh my goodness. This is episode one. 100 and if you're watching this on youtube you're seeing me hold my face we are now uploading these to youtube the video welcome everyone to who can it be now this is marilyn Aloria. and it only took about 95 episodes for me to start saying who can it be now the podcast like you know that it's also a song it's a song from men from work And there's a whole story, but today is the 100th episode. And we are going to be talking about a lot of great things, especially your business, your life, and how to live it from the inside out. But I'm assuming that my guides are going to have me do a few different things in this podcast, like do a reading on numbers, maybe do a reading on a symbol. So you're going to get a reading, you're going to get information, you're going to go on a journey with me. And I am super excited to be talking to you today. So, 100 episodes holy mackerel i will be honest with you i am someone who is super creative and doesn't always stick with things so the fact that i have stuck with this has been amazing for me and besides that the fact that i've stuck with it and enjoyed the f out of it has been amazing for me so i am really excited and i got to tell you with the 100th episode i wasn't sure what i wanted to do and i put it out into a community that i'm part of and uh, somebody said, well, I had my favorite guest interview me. And another person said, I can't remember what they did, what they did but it, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't a fit for me. But it was beautiful advice, whatever. It didn't matter. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll get people from Membership for Your Soul to come on here and interview me, ask me anything they want about my life. And I just couldn't pull it together. And I'm going to tell you why. And I was like, you know what? I get a lot of feedback, a lot of messages from you guys about the podcasts that I do just me. Just me, the ones where I tell you a story and I take you on a journey and I share parts of my life. And those are the ones that um, people comment on a lot of the podcasts, but they do tend to tell me, especially podcast number, blah, 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 blah. And a few people in my membership program have been, Sandra Pelley said this, she pulled over when she's listening to my podcast, she'll pull over in the car and take notes. And then Dashka did it. And then, um, oh, I think it was Tari, Tammy, Tammy did it too trying to remember who the other person was. And then they started putting um, their notes up on the Facebook page in membership for your soul. And I was like, that's so nice. Cause I don't recall what I say. I have no idea what I say. Sometimes i listen to my own podcast when I need a little uplifting because it's my guides that come through me. So we are going to have fun. So buckle up, get ready because you know, this isn't like when I was thinking. I would, if I said to my community, you know, come on and ask me anything. If I said that to people, they would ask me reading questions. They'd be like, you know, asking me all sorts of reading questions. And I was like, okay, I'd have to say, come on and ask me about my life. But I'm like, who the heck wants to know any of that? Maybe you guys do. Maybe you have questions about my life and that's fine. I'm happy to answer them. So you could always send me an email at care at marylinaloria.com. That's care at marylinaloria.com. And, uh, tell me what questions you have about my life. I am becoming much more involved in my business. And we're going to talk about that too so um but i was like you know what i just want to tell stories because i have been through the magilla these past few weeks now we all know if you've been following me and listening to me and by the way guys a lot of you say such beautiful things about my podcast i'd really would appreciate it if you would share it rate it and review it it would mean the world to me it's been at 39 review 39 uh i think rating for a long time and i'd love to push that number up i really would and i can't i don't know how many reviews are on there but i would just if you go to apple podcast and review it rate it share it it would mean the friggin' world to me okay so as you all know as you've been on this journey with me i have been saying i'm 10xing my life 10xing my life and i started it back last september in 2021 cuz i'm recording this august 11th 2022 by the way time like i can't remember what day it is i was upstairs before this in my kitchen and i was doing some stuff and i was like is it wednesday or is it thursday it's wednesday right and then i looked at the calendar and i was like it says thursday and then i was leaving a message for somebody in next level living who also said they're having a messed up time with time and i said i just is it Wednesday or Thursday? I, I can't, I looked at the calendar and it says Thursday, but I don't believe it. Like I've never had that experience where I've looked at the calendar and it said Thursday. And then I was like, it can't be Thursday. Where did Wednesday go? And then I went back to my phone and it said Thursday. And I was like, I don't believe you. And then I went to my computer calendar. <laughs> meanwhile, I've been on calls that are, was a Thursday call. And I'm like, it really is Thursday. Where did Wednesday go? I don't remember Wednesday. So I know many of you are probably doing this little time travel stuff, which we will talk about too today. So as you know, I said, okay, I'm going to shift and change my life. And when you decide to shift and change your life, you have to really be serious about it because the shit hits the fan sometimes. And if you could look at the shit hitting the fan as an opportunity, instead of a, the shit hitting the fan, then I think you have a much better um, chance at progressing and finding solution and moving forward. So I'm not going to get into my whole year. I'd love to, Oh, I just saw five, five, five. So that's the reading we'll do five, five, five. We're going to do a lot of readings today. We'll see what happens, what what they're going to do. So they're probably going to take me through this whole journey with you, but they really do want me to share some specific information. So, um, I, I, you know, I was even thinking back, like I started this podcast back in September of 2020, I believe it was September of 2020. And the fact that we are in August 11th of 2022 is pretty incredible. And I've been loving it. I love every minute of it. And it's been incredible for me. And one of the things I got super clear about in this year, my 10 xing my life is money, my money consciousness, how I spend money, how I make money, how I budget money. We're going to talk about money. Um, talk about my business, uh, back in September. I was like, Ooh, I can't sell that anymore. I don't, it doesn't vibrate with me. And I stood back from selling a program, soul finder Academy, the way that I was selling it, a program that made me multiple six figures. And I was like, I just can't do it anymore. I just, I don't have it in me. And so I walked away from that and I didn't know what I was going to sell. A membership was still going all along, and people were asking me about a mentorship. And I was like, oh, yeah, because a lot of people that graduated from Soul Finder Academy kept extending their time in there because they were enjoying the mentorship and the deep dives that we were doing and the soul sessions. And uh, 220, we'll do a reading on that too. Okay just, you're just going to have to bear with my craziness today. Cause I didn't write anything down or plan it because my guys just come through me. That's how it works. I may need my rose water. This is the thing I don't like. I love recording this on Streamyard, but I can't pause it. So it's just real time. And of course they can edit it out in audio, but the video, I'm not going to bother editing. I'm just not going to do all that kind of stuff right now. I, I don't have the energy for it and I don't think it matters. So anyway, um, So I got clear about that, you know, working on that. I've gotten clear about my business, working on my business. We're going to talk about that. And then even relationships, like not only uh, romantic relationships, but personal relationships and family relationships. And then where I'm living and community. And what is it that I desire? And what is it that I want? And I'm going to give you some great tips and techniques too. I'm just making notes as they're talking to me. Um, So I really meant it. And I'm like, I don't know what the end of this year is going to look like, but here I am eight months into this NLL, you know, next level living in my own friggin' life. And I can tell you that it's been, it's been wonky. It's been wacky. It's been incredible. It's been insightful. It's been creative. It's been inspiring. It's been jarring. Um, You know, just mix all the beautiful words and all the the wacky words together and put it in a little snow globe and shake it up, and it becomes my little vision ball. And I have to really stay true to my heart and my soul. That's the biggest thing. And I have been staying true to my heart and soul. So when things are coming down the pike and they're really friggin' uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity, this is a moment to grow and expand. So let's talk. Oops, I burped. I'm not going to, you can edit that out, Ricky, if you want to just leave it. It's my personality. Who the heck cares? As long as I'm not farting, right? I'm going to tell you something funny. So I was doing a meditation yesterday, a really deep, deep, deep meditation that I was recording for Next Level Living, a deep dive meditation. And during the silence, a little fart came out and I was like, darn, I can't stop this meditation. This is a really deep, deep, deep meditation. So I looked at the phone and it said 12 something. And I was like, okay, I'll just go back and listen and, and be the whole you and next level living. It's the, I think it's the soul meditation that happened in. I listened very closely and you can kind of hear it in the background, but you can't really tell that it's a fart. So I just left it in there. I was like, I am not redoing that meditation because it was really good. And who cares? We all fart. Some people will say they don't fart. God bless them. I'm Italian. We ate garlic growing up. I just wish I wasn't as gaseous as I was when I was growing up. I've gotten better at it now, thankfully. I have a doctor that's like, let's talk about digestion. How's every time I'm on the phone with her, she's like, how's the gas? I'm like, it's better. It's so much better. Thank you. Feels really good now. (laughs) Okay. 100th episode. Maybe maybe my members would have came on and said, so do you fart? And I would have been like, yeah, I do. (laughs) I have a lot of farting stories, actually. Very funny ones. Okay. You want a funny one? let's stay on track. I'll tell you funny farting. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about farts. Maybe I'll interview, interview people about farts. <sighs> I digress. Moving on. So um, I've been really getting very, very, I don't remember what I was talking about, but they'll take me back. I was getting very, I'm getting very serious about like all different areas of my life. And uh, so money, I had hired a, um, I don't even want to bring her energy into this program. I will tell you this. I hired someone to really work with me And i found her condescending judgmental obnoxious and i had uh hired her for quite some time and i was like i just cannot do this work with you i I had to be honest it was just like i was so into the budgeting and and all of it but the attitude was just too much so i had to like speak out about that and it wasn't necessarily received really well but i had to stand on my power and then there was another thing I was doing and I was like, "You, I just was not vibing with the person at all. And I had to speak out about that. And then in also what happened is my whole team changed. So I've had people working with me for over six years and it just wasn't feeling like for both parties, both sides, that this was a vibration any longer that all of us could be containing. So I started looking into hiring someone in a specific area and I hired someone, I hired someone new, and she kind of came in like a little cyclone. She's still on my team. And um, she's very direct like me. She's very upfront, she's very in your face. And uh, and then that kind of rocked the boat like quite a bit. And um, it's good, I didn't mind it. She was very respectful to me, but I'm sure it was uncomfortable for other people. Well, I know it was uncomfortable for other people on the team because the team dispersed. So I had a day there where, and I'm sharing all this with you who are running businesses, because you think it's like, oh, hunky-dory Marilyn sitting in her uh, house, looking at the trees, doing her work. And there's hard decisions that come into this. And I know that I really appreciate people who are further along in the business than me. And when they share their stories of when they really, the brakes were screeching and they hit the wall and it was really scary and it was a moment. And then when they share how they got through that moment, it really, really benefits me. Like I was listening to this one guy, um, this business guy last night, and he was talking about like his business and it was a snippet. So I didn't understand the whole story, but basically he was like two, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in debt. And people were asking he was running this business and it wasn't going and people weren't honoring things and stuff like that. And he was like, I didn't know what the F I was going to do. And I was trying to figure it out. And he told his whole story and then how it turned around. And in that moment, solution dropped in. And he wasn't even expecting it to be there. Like that wasn't the solution. He was actually calling the person saying, hey, dude, I'm not going to be doing this. This is we're going to go in another direction. And the guy's like, well, I want to pay you for such and such. Can I pay you? And he was like, he gave a high figure. He's like, all right, pay me 6K for this. And um, the guy was like, Okay, here's my credit card. And he was like, oh. And it came upon his business. So I share that with all of you because I think it's really important to know that it's not smooth sailing. And I'm really getting tired of the people out there that are like, I did this and I made 300K and 500K in a month. And you don't know all that goes into that. You don't know what their overhead is. You don't know what their marketing is. You don't know what, what people they're paying to do that. You don't know what profits going in their pocket because a lot of people I see in these seven figure businesses, a lot they're not getting a lot of profit in their pocket. So I'm tired of that. I'm tired of the bullshit that's out there. And I really want to get, I'm going to start bringing business to my podcast because I'm really into business from the inside out. And whether you're thinking about running a business or not, I would say, don't turn me off because there are going to be life lessons in that, that you can apply to anything. You can apply to your annoying brother. You can apply to your annoying aunt. You can apply to anything because I don't create a business from a principle of just a business pr- pr- business aspect or a business formula. It's from a personal ignition from your soul aspect. So it's from there. So there was a day like two weeks ago, I hired a new therapist, thankfully, found this therapist, a Jungian therapist, um, which a friend of mine who I recommend all the time to people, she's a therapist. And so she gave me a name of someone. And um, I've worked with Jungian therapists before, but not in in a full on therapy situation. It was more in the learning about dream work and everything like that. So I was like, you know what, let me try this because I hired a therapist last year. She was good in EMDR, but it wasn't enough. And we couldn't get to some of the things that I needed to get into. And then I hired another one who was just batshit fucking crazy. And I said, that's it, not doing therapy because I've been through too many batshit fucking crazy therapists. Then I hired this new one. I've had two sessions with her already and already I'm having breakthroughs that are blowing my mind. So, two weeks ago, it was a gnarly friggin' day. And I'm not gonna get into the story because I wanna protect the people that were involved in the story, because I care about the people on my team. And uh, it was bad, though. It was really bad. It got me to the point where I was shaking in my boots. And I went to that fight or flight, and the anxiety just lifted inside of me. And I couldn't get on the phone because the other people on the team, one wasn't available, and the other one was having an emotional experience too. And she just really did not want to have that talk. And I can respect that. And it was probably the best thing to do because we both probably needed to move away from their, you know, the boxing match. We weren't really boxing. I just wanted to talk it out. And, um, and it was probably good that we gave space. And I was like, what do I do? And normally I would go into a meditation with my guides, but my sense of fear was so heightened that I couldn't even calm down enough to go in the other room and sit in meditation. And I think it was the therapist or somebody said, well, that makes sense. You're like in this fight or flight experience. It's not really easy for your brain, your body, your physiology to say, okay, let's just go sit down now, you know? So I called a friend, talked to her. She was good. And then I called another friend, talked to her. And I talked to both of them for about 30 minutes. And then I called another friend and spoke to her for like two hours. And we're very like in alignment with how we we deal with life. We're both intuitive, psychics, mediums, channelers, everything. And I really needed that conversation. And she was thankfully like just available for me to really walk me through it. And I felt so much better. And then everything really worked out. It really did work out. And when I spoke to the therapist about it, she said, what can you do? I was like, I have techniques and tools. I have tons of techniques and tools. What is going on with me? I am just flying to a 1,000. And I do, I'm diagnosed with PTSD. So although I, I handle my PTSD really well, it's very rare that it really affects me. I, I've noticed it's starting to kick in again. So she said, what can you do? And I said, well, I could just go out on my back deck and look at the friggin' trees, I'll be fine. And she said, well then do that, just do that. And I said, I can go sit in my backyard for two minutes. Like all I need to do is just stop, go outside and I'm good. So that Saturday, that Friday I was playing tennis I knew there was going to be a story. And as they're starting to, this is how synchronicity works. So they're giving me a story right now to give all of you, Ooh, buckle up. We're going to have a ride today. We're we're already 20 minutes in. Sorry, Ricky. It's going to be a long one. Um, so anyway, I went to play tennis and I was playing tennis and I have dog trauma because I've had, um, so many off leash dogs come after my dog. And before I knew what to do, it, it, it became really messy. And now I know pretty much what to do, but still I don't like it. I have, I walked down the street the other day. I was walking down the street. There's an off-leash dog. Luckily my dog's at See, and I turn away. I had walk with a stick, you know, it's just freaking ridiculous. Rede- and no owners anywhere. It's like the freaking dog is just willy nilly. Like, Hey, I'm hanging out in Fairfax and the hippie dippy fucking town. Gets on my nerves, man. Take responsibility. One woman, her dog is off and out all the time. She's like, Oh, I haven't had time to fix the fence. He's really friendly. Not when a big hundred pound dog is coming towards my dogs and me. When there's no owner. So I have dog trauma and I know I have dog trauma, right? So um, I get very heightened. I'm also super sensitive. For those of you who've been noticing, you're getting even more sensitive. I am noticing how uber sensitive I am. I am super sensitive. I am so sensitive that I was listening to a podcast and the guy talked about a cut on his arm and my whole body went, because I have that kind of physical reaction. So you've got to respect who you are. This is what I'm getting at. You've got to love yourself. You've got to respect you. I know I'm sensitive when people are like, oh, I have so many stories for you guys. Here we go. Okay. Somebody said to me, they were like, we're going to go to, we were playing tennis and they're really not nice girls, really. I'm not going to get into the whole story. Well, you know, whatever. They're nice. They're not nice, whatever. They probably would say the same thing about me. So we all have the same story about each other. And they were like, let's go to blah, blah, blah after, just in case any of them listen, which I doubt it. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm not going to do that. And the one of them was like, why don't you get out of your box? I'm like, first of all, fuck off, bitch. Like, I would never text you and tell you to get out of your box. And actually, I am getting out of my box because I'm not in your fucking box. My uh, if I was in your box, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll go. And I'll sit through dinner and like be bored out of my brain listening to your bullshit. No. And I was like, honey. I live so much out of the box. It would scare the shit out of you. And she didn't respond. The other one was like, huh? Like exclamation points. And the other one was like, that's scary. And I was like, I don't care. And then I went and played tennis with them. We had a fine time. And I was like, have fun. And I almost had a tiny bit of FOMO for a second. Like, oh, should I go? We actually had a nice time. So inconsistent. So one, night, one minute they're nice. The next minute they're like throwing me under the bus. I am so over it. And like I said, I guarantee if you sat down and talked with them, they would say, she's such a bitch. Or they would say something about me and that's perspective, whatever. I don't feel like I am. I don't feel like I'm mean. I don't say mean things. I'm super direct, super direct, but I'm not a mean person. In my heart, there's love, but they may not have that experience. So anyway, I'm on the tennis court. My friend has a dog and the dog can be, if it's approached improperly, the dog can be, the dog is a really good dog. I love her dog so much, but if a dog is going to come at it, the dog's going to react. It's a big dog. So this woman's going by, these people are going by with their dogs. Dog's not going near her dog. So everything's cool. And then another woman starts walking by and she takes her dog off the leash. So my friend's dog is tied up. You take your fucking dog off the leash. That dog is going to, that little dog is going to run up to this dog on a leash. Dog is tied up. Don't ever let your off leash dog run up to a tied up dog ever. That is a threat. And, I, and I was like, oh my goodness. And I get really upset because I don't want to see any dogs getting hurt. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, get, get the dog. And then my friend jumps in and, and, and the woman's like, oh my goodness. Isn't it? And so her dog, cause of our, our, we were all like, get away, get away. The dog ran another direction. And, um, I was like, why? And I said it in a nice way. I said, why did you take your dog off the leash? Cause my dog doesn't like other dogs when he's on a leash. So I said, well, you don't take it off the leash this is not an off leash area. And I said it actually nicer than saying it to you guys, because I really kept myself calm. And I was like, look, you you, you probably shouldn't have took it off the leash. And she's like, don't tell me. And she started going off on me like I was wrong. And I'm like, honey, you're in an on leash area and you just took your dog off a leash near a leash dog. I, I, I say that to her, I said, why didn't you just tell us? Why didn't you tell us that your dog is threatened by a dog on leash? And she ignored me, all entitled, goes up to my friend's dog, starts getting water, taking her time. So tired of these people. And I was heightened. It goes back to the PTSD. And because I have this dog trauma and because I don't want to see any animal get hurt, I get heightened right away. And of course the other three are fine. Of course the owner of the dog, she's like, she's fine with it and good for her. You know? And I'm like, I said to my friend, I was playing with one of the guys I was playing with. I said, I have dog trauma. And he's a really nice guy, but he didn't, they don't know how to respond to me. Like I, you know, I'm like walking on list, all you sensitives out there, you're going to fucking relate to my stories today because we're like wearing our emotion on our, our sleeves where we're in our emotion on our body. We don't know how to be like anything but direct and honest, but we do it with love and, um, we come onto the place and we're the truth. We're like the truth lighthouses. So anybody who's not living in truth are like, bing, bing, bing. It's like cockroaches. Coming out. Like you, 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 you go into the room and the water the cockroaches are running to hide because your Mr. Truth is coming in. You're like the raid, raid of truth. So you should watch the YouTube video because I'm definitely doing a lot with this one. Anyway. So I said, hmm, thought about the therapist. And I started breathing and I looked up at the trees. And it was a beautiful day out. I mean, Marin is gorgeous. And I looked at the trees and I started breathing in the trees. I started noticing the air. And I brought myself into the moment and the anxiety was gone. The fear was gone. The fight or flight was gone and I was able to continue. So I share that with all of you because that is a bit about what I've been going through. You know, when you go through new things and you decide to do new things, I'm going to change my team. I'm going to not sell what I used to sell. So income starts getting weird, you know, but I'm going to look at my money stuff and not hide. You know, I've decided to do all these things. I started talk about breaking open truth, breaking everything open and the tools and techniques that I have, which I have a friggin' stadium full of tools and techniques. Plus I got these guides like, you know, dude, they just keep saying to me, surrender, talk to us, surrender. They don't have a Brooklyn accent, but I do surrender. So what I'm trying to share with you is that new stuff brings up new feelings, new emotions and the best technique and tool is to bring yourself into the moment. I'm okay. Everything's okay. We're all okay. You know, so it's, you know, taking in the air, taking in the nature, go touch a tree, go put your feet in grass, whatever it is you need to do is really, really good. So I, so that happened and there's been a big switch in my business. There's been a big switch with, uh, people. Um, and I'm just moving along, moving along. And I, I, you know, it's just been, I've got to say, I'm even thinking, cause like there's somebody else, like um, I had another um, disagreement with somebody who is, uh, I don't want to say who it is, um, but it's somebody who's mm, would be, you would consider fairly important to something I'm doing. And uh, I had to stand in my truth. Like you're crossing my boundaries. You can't cross my boundaries. Sorry. So I feel like spirit, my guides are preparing me for something bigger and greater, and they're preparing you for something bigger and greater too. And I do look at every moment when it gets gnarly. And I know, like I was talking to my friend who was helping me through that moment. And I said to her, um, her name is Simone. I was like, Simone, I know I'm not a victim. I know that this is happening for a bigger and greater reason. I know that this experience is happening for me to rise to the occasion. I'm just having a difficult moment right now with all the emotions that are coming through me and the panic and the anxiety. And when you can really approach your life from that place, it gets, it gets easier and it gets faster. You go through things quicker. Like I went through that really gnarly emotional experience that day with the team stuff and I went through it pretty quickly. Um, Maybe it was two hours on the phone with someone, but still, that's pretty quickly as opposed to like three weeks and feeling like you're a loser or whatever's going on. So I want to teach you how you get to stand in the power of who you are when you want to live your life from a powerful place. So how do you live in a powerful place if people around you don't like your power? They think you're really mouthy or whatever they want to say, or um, you're starting to ruffle feathers, Um, what do you do? What do you do? Now, there is some truth sometimes I have to, uh, and I really, I feel I'm good at this. As direct as I am, I don't feel, I feel like I learned a long time ago how to say things in a way that is not Antagonistic. I, I feel like I've tried that, but because my energy is so strong, maybe people don't read it that way. But you know what? That's other people's opinions because I know from me, I really try to take it down a notch and I try to say it in the right way. And I don't call somebody a bitch to their face, you know, um, even if I'm thinking it. Of course, that energy could be in the vibration of what I'm saying. You know, let's not kid ourselves. But anyway, so but you have to define yourself by who you are not by what other people believe you to be and that has been my biggest lesson living in this location the biggest lesson so i was i've been looking at deciding to move right and it is more defined now for me than ever before and i was going through um so i've just known it but like even when i talk to the therapist or i talk to anybody i'm like well you know I've always felt like I'm not in a rush. I live in this absolutely stunning, gorgeous place. I have a beautiful house. Um, I have a great life. I have tons of tennis. I have great food. I have creeks, you know, when when the water is like running, you know, the weather here in Northern California is great. It's not bad. So I have a lot of great things, but I don't really have friends. And that is unusual for me. Very unusual for me. But I'm like i'm okay i'm okay I, you know i'm not gonna sit, talk to the therapist and i'm like i'm never gonna move the way i moved here i don't regret leaving la it was the best thing i ever did for myself but i also moved to a place where i had no barometer of anything all i knew was that i loved it it was beautiful but i didn't know what the people are like i didn't know anything and it was a real risk i didn't have any friends here and i went out with my heart and soul opened i went to thinking about all the things i went to i went to tennis clubs by myself and i would just talk i talk to everybody so i'm not like one of these wallflowers and i, I went to one tennis club and i just started talking to people i went to all these tennis clubs and i've just talked to people and just be like how do you like it here what's it like blah, blah 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 and i remember one woman saying wow i wish i could be as courageous as you you just walk up to people and talk to them and i do i don't care they, okay so here the other day yesterday i'm coming home i had a fast for a blood test I Hate hate fasting hate it. I'm like, I, I have low blood sugar. If I can't have food, I am not happy. And then let's talk about coffee. Right? So they were so nice. They, they, they gave me my blood and I'm like, I got to go get a bagel, dude. I don't, you know, you got to spin that blood. I'm not sitting in that waiting room. I got to go get food and like, I went and got food. And it was kind of a nice morning because I changed my routine. Like I have such strong routines that it was nice just getting out of the house, even though I was super hungry. And I'm driving up my street and there's construction going up my street and this big bulldozer is coming down. And what people don't know, and I didn't know until I moved here, that the trucks that are coming down the hill, cars, anything, if you're coming down the hill, anybody who's going up has to move out of the way. They have to figure it out. Even if they have to back up 10, 20 fucking feet, it's the right of way is for the people coming down the hill. And it could be very interesting and challenging when you're on a very narrow yesterday, I was doing it. And really the girl that was coming up, who's my neighbor, she should have pulled back, but it was wide enough where we were figuring it out, but there's like a cliff and I like opened my window. I was like, I don't know, you know, like I'm on the cliff side too, bitch. And you're the one who should be back and down, but it was fine. Like I could tell, and you know, we just kind of worked it through. So I was driving up the street and this big bulldozer is coming down. And I'm like, I gotta back up and I'm backing up and I'm backing up and backing up. And luckily I have back cameras because otherwise I'd hit everything on the way of down backing up. Although I'm pretty good in reverse. I drive pretty well in reverse, even when I didn't have cameras for some reason. I do, just like I can read upside down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that guy's cute. The guy driving the bulldozer was really cute. So I went home. I got the dogs. So I'm gonna go down the street. I'm gonna go talk to Mr. Cutie find out what his deal is. And I got my dogs, started walking down the street and got to the section where if I turn the corner, that's where he is. And I stopped and I was going to turn around and I said, Nope, not doing it. going to go. So I walked down and talked to Mr. Cutie. He didn't have a wedding band on, but I could tell there was marriage in his arena. Good thing. I'm a psychic. I was like, "Mm, there's marriage here. And I don't fuck around with that. That's not something I ever go near and uh but we had a nice conversation i was like i'm Marilyn, and then i just kept walking with my dogs and that's a sidebar but it's not a sidebar because remember i said i'm 10xing my life so you take every opportunity at every moment you've got the opportunity of the of looking at finances by the way i love ynab ynab Y N A B. I y-n-a-b i don't have an affiliate link i should probably grab one um great for budgeting and really getting conscious about your money because the more you get conscious about the money the more money comes in, um, doing that, standing in the power, telling people, no, sorry, don't agree with you. Don't like the way you work. And I'm not going to work with you this way and growing my business, my way, walking away from selling things that I know sell very well, but I don't feel it anymore. So I've created next level living, which I am freaking excited about. And if you join, you too can listen to the spirit soul meditation this month and hear me fart. And then I, um, am opening myself up to relationships and friendships. I have a ton of friends. Thankfully, I have a ton of friends and I, unless somebody falls into my lap here, it's not something I'm looking for here. Uh, and then romantic relationship, you know, I'm like pretty good on my own. I don't put up with riffraff. So if anybody's got any kind of baggage or riffraff, like I'm not talking about any kind of baggage, cause we all have baggage, right? But you know what I'm saying? I say that because sometimes I get hit on by my, um, I've gotten, okay. So I was doing a reading one day and I was a couples reading and I'd been reading these people for a while. And, um, the woman was just trying to make it work. And I, and I used to see couples as a psychic, like as a psychic, I try to help them. And, um, I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this guy. And this is probably like the fourth time I read them. And as soon as they left my office, like five minutes later, he called my phone and asked me out. And I said, uh, no, no, sorry, dude, you freaking loser. Anyway, she was paying for the sessions and everything. I didn't say anything to her. I don't think I ever saw them again after that either. I think I decided not to, or they decided not to come back. So where am I with all of this building your business and your life from the inside out? So there's more synchronicity that they want me to bring and I will do the readings in a second. Um, So I'm going through all of these incredible, magical, difficult, amazing changes. And I'm trusting, I really am trusting, but I'm definitely in that part of your life where they call it the void, where you're making decisions and you don't know where you're going. You have no idea, but you're making the decisions. And I'm definitely there. I'm trusting it. Um, I say trusting it like, you know, that, you know, when you, You come up higher on a word trusting it. Um, I think, I think for me, I'm definitely trusting it because I wouldn't do it if I didn't trust it. It's just hard for me sometimes to not know exactly where I'm going. And usually, you know, I was a future reader, so I would have like a good idea and I really have surrendered to the fact that I don't know and that's okay. But sometimes it's a little like unnerving for sure. But I know that, that I'm making really solid, good choices. Like when I get into these moments of like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, well, but you're making really, really good choices. And I am, I'm making excellent choices with my life, with my own self, with who I hang out with, you know, people, if you're finding yourself around people who don't see you, don't hear you are toxic you've got to change your circles right now. There's not much I've decided with tennis. And for the most part, I really like the people I play tennis with. I've just had a gnarly week last week with people in tennis. Like it was, it was really mean, a lot of meanness. And I was like, Oh, I'm done. Um, but for the most part, I really enjoy the people I play tennis with. And I have a nice group of people that I play tennis with. I'm not really friendly with them, friends with them. Some of them I am a little bit. Um, and I'm okay with that, but in terms of toxic and toxicity and somebody not seeing or hearing me or acknowledging me, I'm done with it. If you can't see me, I can't participate in this relationship any longer. I have to, but you have to see and hear yourself first, right? So moving the story along, I promise you'll get a reading at the end of this. I was doing the SAS experience and it's going to be available for you guys to do soon. Uh, if you could join SAS.com, join SAS.com. It'll be there by the time this comes out, it'll definitely be available. I recommend everybody do it because it's really good. So a lot of times when I put out product, it's channeled. So I don't recall it. That's why sometimes I'll say to you, I'll listen to my own podcast because I don't remember what I say. I don't remember what they say through me. When I teach a next level living, it's all channeled. Um, when I do, uh, meditations, it's all channeled. So I don't recall any of that stuff. And, um, I can listen back and I'm like, oh wow, that was great. I needed to hear that. And it's no ego. I really don't have ego because it's not me. I just move this myself out of the way and I let them teach through me. That's why when people say to me, like, you've done this for my life and you've done that for my life. I'm like, thank them. Yes. I'm a vessel and I've allowed it to come through me. And I've been able to move myself out of the way and not project my crap onto you, but, um, they really do come through me. So I was watching the SAS experience. Cause I was like, I don't know if I'm going to scrap this or not. I don't know what I want to do with it because soul finder Academy is only a digital course. Now it's a great digital course. If you want to buy it and it's on an app and everything, and it's an incredible class, it's four months of diving deep into soul, soul alignment, soul ignition, synchronicity, subconscious thinking it'll really shift patterns and habits. But I, I moved the live um, portion of that into next level living where I'm mentoring people. I'm really like this month we did soul and spirit and I'm just letting spirit talk through me and teach about your soul. And um, last month it was clairvoyancy the month before that it was symbols and part two of dreams. The month before that was dreams. I, I feel like we've been doing this class a lot longer than I thought because the month before that was higher self. So whenever you join, you join that month, like this month is Spirit and Soul, August when I'm recording this, and I think you'll hear this in August. September is Claire Audience, Claire Hearing, I believe, or I might be doing Empathic, like really understanding your empathic ability, but not only that, understanding what the physical symptoms in your body mean, how your physical speaks to you. Um, so wherever you join, you get you don't get the pre-record the classes before you, you get that live, you get the Higher Self class because that's the class of Ground Glass. And then you get the class that you come in on and then you get new classes. Like when I teach clairvoyancy again, because the information is always new. It's always coming through me new. So it's not to me about watching a bunch of digital programs. This is about the live experience and, 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 and weaving it into your own body so that you have the power, not me. I don't want your power. I want you to take your own power. So I was looking through the SAS experience and it's a really good series. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't scrap it. And it's very rare that I say that about my, like, my own stuff. Sometimes when I'm teaching it, I'm like, oh, that was good. And um, I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, this is great. And I got to Synchronicity Part 2, which is where I tell my story about synchronicity. And I forgot this video. And I was watching it. It was all about my move up here and all the signs and the symbols and everything that happened and the moment of when somebody told me I couldn't do it and I was bawling and I thought I couldn't do it and how I turned that around and how the universe supported me. And as I was watching this, I was like, oh, it's happening again. They're starting to show me where I'm going to move. I could feel it. I could feel the symbols and the signs coming in. And I happened to look at my phone and I didn't realize because I never get calls up here because I have no cell service except for the spam calls seem to get through. I don't know how the fucker those fuckers are getting through, although I did find a way to stop them to a degree. And I'm um, looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, my cousin called me and she was up in Seattle and she was going through Bainbridge, which was a place I'm looking at. And I'm also looking at Vancouver, Washington. I'm looking at different areas in Washington. And she was like, leaving me this long message and about like how I would love these places. And, but she wants me to move closer to her because Vancouver, Washington's closer to her and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Oh, that's a sign. I didn't even see that email, that message till now. And then I spoke to two of my oldest friends. They were at my friend's beach house and they FaceTimed with me, which I never do with them. I don't know why. And we spoke for like an hour and they're on the beach and they're enjoying it and We're having this great conversation and we're laughing and talking and catching up and and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll move back to the East Coast because I have a ton of freaking friends on the East Coast. And then I'm walking and I'm like, I know, I know you guys are trying to tell me where to move. And I can't, so I'm in the synchronicity now of it. Do not email me with a reading. If those of you who are like, Marilyn, I feel you should move to Maine. Don't do that. I don't like unsolicited readings. Please don't do that. So I'm walking and I'm walking in, and I'm calling my friend Jess, leaving her a boxer. And I'm like, Jess, like I could feel it happening again. I, I, I'm like, I'm feeling it. I'm, I don't know. And I'm like telling her the story about the East Coast and the Washington. And I look over and there's a sign that says Mount Washington, which is in New Hampshire, but it says Mount Washington. So it's Washington. And I'm like, oh, they're pointing me to Washington. And then she leaves me a message the next day saying, I feel Vermont. And I'm like, all right, now here we are doing the, the dance back and forth. Even though my guides are kind of telling me um, where I'm meant to go, which I'm not going to reveal right now. And then I was they told me go listen to Smartless. I love the Smartless podcast. And I, it was Carrie um, Washington and I'm not a really big fan of Carrie Washington, but I was, they were like, go listen to it. And I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. Cause I'm pretty sure she's from the East coast. And maybe that's why they're going to tell me where to go. And they're introducing her and they're like, and it's Carrie. And she grew up in the Bronx. And I'm like, well, maybe it's the East coast. And then they are like, Carrie Washington. And I'm like, there's Washington again. I'm like, fuck. So I'm doing this dance between, the two places, but I'll I'll figure it out. I already kind of know what they want. And that is what happens. And if you're not standing in the power of who you are, what you do, what you want, communicating it to the universe, you're not gonna miss those signs and the symbols and the synchronicities that they're constantly putting in your path. And they reminded me of how much, like every day I've been trying to write down a synchronistic thing that happens, but I can't remember it at night. During the day when it happens, I'm like, Oh, that's synchronicity. Ooh, there's that one, one, one again. And I have to start making note of it like right away, because if you start writing down the synchronicities that you're having every single day, you're going to start seeing the patterns and what they're doing. Otherwise we miss it. We do miss it. I get a lot of it when I go into channels and I'm like talking to them and telling them all the things that are happening. And then they're showing me the synchronicity. I had something. So other plans for this podcast, but here you go. So here it is all of this. So anyway, um, that's where I am in my life right now. And is it messy? It's yeah, it's messy. It's friggin' messy. And is it scary? Uh, yeah. At moments it's really scary. And is it inspiring? Yeah. Cause I'm loving what I'm teaching. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. And is it exciting? Yeah. I'm getting interviews, doing some interviews that are really great. I'm doing some interviews that are really not so great, but I'm getting interviewed for my book. If you haven't picked up my book yet, I finally remember the title. Let's see if I can do it without looking guides, mystical connections to soul guides and divine teachers. I finally know the title of my own book. If you've read it, oh, if you've read it um, and you've been moved by it, I would ask that you share a review on Amazon because there may be somebody who's trying to decide whether to buy it and your story about what you learned may help them. So I want it to be a domino effect out there in the world where if you read it and you're like, oh, you know what? Like a friend of mine is reading it. My old friend, I didn't know she brought it. I'm not one of those people that's like, buy my book, except to you guys. But like my own personal friends, like they barely knew I had a book coming out. My family doesn't even know. I didn't tell them. I'm just not one of those people. And um, she's like, I bought your book and I'm reading it. It's helping me. And I was like, oh, thanks. I get a little shy with stuff like that. I don't know why don't tell me don't email me and tell me what it is i say that because sometimes people do that crap and i'm like i didn't ask your opinion <sighs> and you're probably like well you give us your opinions but i'm like yeah but you're you're tuning in right okay anyway let me keep going so um so if you read the book read it but anyway so all these great things are happening as well and i just trust that every decision i'm making i'm making a really good decision i'm also really listening to my guides really listening to them, but it doesn't mean even someone like me who's been doing this for over 15 years, it doesn't mean that there aren't moments where I'm still scared, right? So one of the things I've been doing, I'll share this with you. So I always like adding new techniques and tools to the toolbox and my guides always give me new techniques and tools. They're just really good at that. So I've been doing a mantra again um, at night. It's an abundance mantra. It's, let me see if I can get it. Om Shri maha Lakshmiye swaha wait om Shri maha om Shri maha Lakshmiye swaha and it used to be nahama i think um i listened to a youtube i know how to say it right and so i listen to i say that mantra with my mala beads we're going to be doing mala beads in next level living and um i've been going through my vision book and when I went through my vision book, I wasn't liking it. I didn't like the pictures I pulled. And so I was like, that's why I wasn't opening it. I'm like, why aren't I going to my vision book? I won't go to my vision book. So then I pulled out my vision book, pulled out magazines. And as I'm doing the mantra, I'm cutting out pictures. I'm adding to my vision book. I'm saying the mantra and it feels really, really good. So it's a great way to end the night. And it's, you don't have to do it for more than 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. That's it. The mantra 108. uh, I think it's like nine minutes for me, but I let the whole video go. And last night it was like 15 minutes. It was really a lot of fun. Okay. I was going to talk to you about business. I want to start talking to you guys about business because I'm bringing business into uh, next level living. And one of the things that, and I'm not going to get into it now, I'll do a whole podcast around it. One of the things that bothers me is all the nonsense that's out there. And I fell for some of this nonsense about if you do this, you're going to have that. If you do that, you're going to have this, you know, all that kind of BS that happens. And, um, I'm just really tired of it. I'm really tired of people not being honest and not really sharing what goes on behind the scenes. And they're selling you on the fact that, you know, they make all this money, but they're not really telling you about how they're doing it or why they're doing it. I'm going to have to plug in my computer, I think. And, um, all this kind of stuff. So I've been really wanting to teach more about business from a marketing perspective and from the inside out. And so if you're interested in business topics, I'd love for you to email me at care at com. care at com, And tell me what you're interested in types of business topics because one of the women that just joined Next Level Living, who I know, she's a graduate of SFA, and you don't have to be a graduate of SFA to get into NLL, but it probably is going to be an application process. But if you are interested in Next Level Living, email me at care at MarilynAloria.com. And we can see if you're a fit. You could also read it at marilynaloriacom forward slash next. But I realize it's open now. And really, it's it's kind of like, um, it's a very elevated group, very elevated. So I want to make sure the people that come in are at the level of elevation. So, and not saying that everybody isn't just, you may have not studied, or you may have not been past the subconscious thinking that gets in your way. Not that that doesn't come up, or you may not have you may be, there might just be something that you're not ready for it yet. It doesn't mean that you can't be. Um, I never like to, I like to be honest about stuff, but I don't want to be like telling people they can't do something because that's not true. People can get ready for things, but you know, a couple of people wanted to join. I was like, you're not ready for this. Sorry. Um, You have to do A, B and C first. So I want to start teaching about it because I realize people get really caught up in the frameworks that are out there. I have to do this many posts or I have to do a reel, like, like I'm starting to do reels, right? And I'm looking at all the reels and I'm like, oh, that's so clever and funny. And then I saved the little sound bites. I had to Google that, Google everything. And I'm like, but it's not me. It's not really who I am. Animals it is. I can have fun with the animals. So I want to just start talking about how to create a business from the inside out, because I want you to, there are great people out there. I'm not saying that there aren't, but I want you to discern the good people from the not so good people. I was talking to somebody today who I was in a mastermind with and I wanted to connect with her and uh, the way she was talking, how passionate she is about her clients. And I'm like, we are both the same way. We really care about our clients. We care about their business. We care about their lifestyle. And that's the kind of client, the coach you want to be with. You don't want to be with somebody who's just interested in the bottom line. They're, I know these people. I know them. They're out there and they're selling a really good thing. And then when I say when they're selling a really good thing is they know how to sell and all they really care about are what money they're making is the sales. Trust me, because they're coming back into the masterminds I used to be in and they're saying, I made this much. So, and that's great. You should all be friggin' successful. Everybody should be a millionaire. I don't have any problem with that. I think it's fucking phenomenal. I think if you offer something that's phenomenal, you should charge what you charge. I have no problem with any of that stuff. I have a problem with lies. So I want to start talking about this so that you stop getting into the thing of, I got to do it like ABC did it because they had so much success because this is what would happen to me. And then it wasn't a fit for me. And I would try to do it and it would fall flat or it'd work for a tiny bit, but it didn't have longevity. So I want to start talking to you about having a business from your heart and soul. So I want, this even comes down to like what social media platforms you want to, because a lot of people are like, I don't like Facebook. I don't like post social media. Social media is an incredible marketing tool to use. And it can be a lot of fun if you're passionate about what you're speaking about and you're, and you're passionately speaking to people who are really your people. That's another thing. The, the customer avatar that everybody writes, if you don't know what a customer avatar it is, like you write a customer outline of the, your ideal customer and you're supposed to get really, really specific. And it's actually a really good exercise because it helps you to get clear, helps you to get clear in your messaging. And it's But spiritual people hate doing it because they're like, but I can serve the grandmother who's 80 and the child who's five. And I'm like, yeah, we don't give a fuck because the post that you write for the grandmother who's 80, the five-year-old's not reading it. The mother of the five-year-old might be reading it, but they're not going to relate to it. You know, you have to make it relatable and then you can shift and change it. So no, like I know next level living, this is it for me for a couple of years right now. This is it. This is like sweet spot. I am getting to teach on such a level that I've never gotten, I haven't gotten to teach on. My guides are bringing through magic and I'm super excited about it and I'm loving what the group what we're doing as a group too right so I'm loving this so much that it's easy for me to speak to the the right client and it's going to fall flat on the wrong client cuz I don't want the wrong client in there I don't need to convince the wrong client to come in and join and fucking screw up the whole dynamic that's happening in there I don't want that person in and I want you to stand in the power of that when you're running a business and thinking about doing a business so I'm going to tell you one more story and then I promise I'm going to do readings. And I'm really sorry that this episode's going way over. So I was being interviewed um, and I did a Facebook live about this. If you're not on my Facebook live business page, I'd say get on it. You can also follow me on my personal page. Um, I do do stuff on that. If you are like, I feel like, Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you very much, by the way, for following me and listening to me. Um, so I was on an interview and the first question from the woman was, Am I going to meet my boyfriend? Am I going to meet, be in a relationship? And I actually have, I don't, I don't want to be rude because I don't know if she follows me, I have a real problem with those questions. Now you may be like, why Marilyn? That's a question that you ask a psychic, not me, other psychics. Yes, not me because, and my community knows this because I've beat it into them and they can go somewhere else for those questions. That's totally fine. I want you to empower yourself in that question. That's not an empowered question. That's I'm waiting until maybe now, maybe God bless this woman. She didn't mean it this way. She's I'm using her as a great teaching tool. So please know that this is nothing about her at all. It really isn't. It was just a really moment in time for me to use as a teaching tool. And it was a, it was a moment in time where my break screeched. And because I haven't done that. Like most of the communities I do readings in are like Jennifer McLean, John Bergo. So I know the community, the community knows me. Um, I haven't done it in a community where I didn't know the community that well, or they didn't know how I work or how direct I am, or how I could tell people like snap the fuck out of it. And I wasn't going to do this on this guy's show. I didn't know it. He is beautiful soul. Ask beautiful questions like great opportunity. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I digress. So what happens to me in those questions is you disempower yourself because you're basically telling me you're waiting till that happens before your life starts. Maybe she didn't mean it that way. That's the way I feel into the energy. I'd rather the question be like, I am feeling really ready for my relationship. Can you tell me maybe what I'm missing that I can get ready for it or what I can do to open up to it or what I, where I can go to meet him or her or um, what I can learn from my past relationships so I don't invite that in again? That's empowered. And it's not inactive. It's like, hey, I am ready for a relationship. I'm taking responsibility for where I'm at. I'm not just waiting. I don't want to know that October 31st. And I used to do these readings. And I used to be accurate as fuck. I'd be like, you're going to meet a guy named Jay. And he's going to come in in November. I forgot. I told one guy he was going to go to a party he didn't want to go to. Just remember the story now. And he was going to um, meet a yoga instructor. And they were going to go out for pizza. And the exact thing happened. Like, I don't remember the readings, but I remember the email later on. He was like, you told me this. And he's like, I went to a party I didn't want to go to. And I met a girl who's a yoga instructor and went out for pizza and we've been dating ever since. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, But I don't want to do that anymore. It's not for me. There's other medium psychics out there. They can do that. It's not for me. And then the next woman asked a question about uh something that was going on in her family and if one family member was doing something to another family member and i was like i do not do these readings anymore i won't do this anymore and i used to do it and i don't think there's anything wrong with doing those readings as long as you really take care of the people you're reading for because what scares me about that is those people and they now they may not be in the vulnerable state but i'm using them as a teaching tool those people in that vulnerable state will go out they'll get into some fucking nasty ass hands and that person will be like, yeah, uh, this is happening. But if you give me $25,000, I'm going to make sure this never happens again. And the person who feels powerless and vulnerable is going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to find this money. I remember somebody years ago before I even knew like that this was going to be my world, I was on a street in Manhattan and I, and I was struggling with stuff. And this woman came up to me and she's like, you've got this on you and you've had it on you. And if you give me, I can get rid of this curse. And I was like, get the fuck out of my face, bitch. And I remember for a second, because I was very vulnerable thinking, is this true? Because life is really hard right now. It's not hard to read someone who's going through struggles. You just look at their energy, you look at their face and you can tell. And, and I'm not, you know, so anyway, so it's okay to go to psychics if they're going to be really, really good with you and help you through those particular things. So I bring this up because it was a big teaching tool for me. And this is where I'm standing in the power of what I do. And the first person I did do a reading, but it was all about her. The second person I said, I'm sorry, for legal legal reasons, I will not re- do this reading. Sorry, I will not do it. I wish you the best and I will not do this reading. And this was on like, you know, uh, uh, thing. I don't want you to go find it because I really want to keep the anonymity any of those people, because I don't want to be mean to those people who ask that question because they were beautiful souls. And I felt bad. And in the old days, maybe 10, 15, 20, 15 years ago when I started reading, I might have been like one, I might have been like, I have to do this reading so I would have just done it. Or two, I might have been like, you know, all those fucking nasty ass psychics out there that I knew that were competitive as mofos, they're going to think bad of me. Like, I'm not good enough to answer this question. I don't give a fuck. I'm not answering the question. And that's where I want you to stand in the power of your business. So what happened is I went on, this guy doesn't know me. Like I'm on his show and I don't want to treat his clients with anything but the deepest respect. He's inviting me in front of his audience. And all of a sudden my guides started talking to me and they were like, this is a teaching moment. This is why they need to buy your book. They need to get in touch with their guides themselves. You need to use this as a teaching moment right now. And I did. And I started talking about how this is why I don't do readings anymore because I want to empower you to read for yourself so that you know what to do if you think one family member is hurting another family member. That you don't feel so powerless and vulnerable and sad. Micah wants to go out, I think. Anyway, I want to do this reading for all of you. So buy my book, Guides, Mystical Connections to Divine Teachers and Soul... Teachers. Oh, I fucked it up. Guides, mystical connections, soul guides, divine teachers. Mikey, you got to wait a minute. All right, everybody. Here's the reading. 555 2220 I want you to ask the question about what you need to know in your soul in order to stand in the power of your life, whether it's in business, career, love, relationship, what you need to know in your soul to stand in the power of your life, to stand in your power in your life. Don't worry about how I said it. Say it yourself any way that you want to say it. Okay. Fives, fives, even though we know they're all about transformation, they're all about change. They're all about shifting. They're showing me the five as if it's facing something as if it's facing the mirror, it's facing the world. It's facing the cliff. It's facing the, it's just facing life. And it's saying, I got it. I got it. I'm not afraid. And the curves of the five, like the head, the crown chakra, pay attention to your crown chakra, invite in divine guidance, invite in your angels, invite in your high angels from your highest light and highest alliance with yourself or your guides from the highest light and highest line with yourself. And then allow that to run through your system down into your heart and really hold it in your heart and hold the guidance in your heart and hold it in your stomach and really allow yourself to be seen because it's about transformation and being seen and being heard. It's about allowing yourself to be seen and heard. It's about stop holding back. Stop holding those dreams in the back of your head and start doing them. And even if you take one little step a day and they're talking to me, like like right now with my second podcast that I want to do and I'm I'm behind and I didn't get to do it yet because I have team changes, they're like, it doesn't matter. You do one thing a day, one piece a day, one small piece a day and just do it. Do something towards it. It equals a 15, which is all about new beginnings in transformation. So when you see a five, 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 it's a huge change that's happening in your life. It's a huge transformation. I've been seeing it a lot. It, it's like, it just means that everything you've been working on, the gears are starting to click and it's starting to create the life that you want to create. Now, I'm not going to get into that today. Let me just, can you pass that? Thank you. Stop waiting for your life to happen. Live the life you're meant to live today. And then the one and the five. So it's new beginnings in transformation, which equals a six, which they keep showing me the shape of the numbers. Like the numbers themselves can be guides. And I talk about this in my book and he's got his little belly of the six and he's like, oh, ho, 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 I'm really happy here. And it's not like I'm overweight. It's like, I'm really happy with who I am. I'm really happy in my physical being. I'm really happy in my spiritual being, my psychological being. And I'm ready to live the life that I'm meant to live in the community I'm meant to live it in, in the space with light-minded people. Now, the 2202s are about partnership, but it's most important that you're partnered up with your soul. You're partnered up with your guides. You're partnered up with your higher self. You're partnered up with your heart. You're even partnered up with your career. You're partnered up with um, your lifestyle. That partnership is strong. And it's between, it's what Denzel Washington said, it's between you and God. So whether that's universe, divine source, whatever you want to call it, It's only between you and God. Nobody else matters. Their opinions don't matter. It's between you and God, you and the universe, you and your soul. What is it that you want to do? Then do it. And then partnerships with others will come about, right? Because what's going to happen is you're going to be meeting people that are so aligned with who you are that you have organic partnerships with people. And I see this happen in my communities all the time. People are partnering up because they become such good friends. And actually I'm talking to two people I love about um doing a retreat with them and um and i just put it it out to them because i love them so much and they were like yeah let's talk so partnerships they feel easy they feel good and that's what spirit is telling you like who do you want to partner up with and i got to tell you if there's a niggle of doubt it's probably not a good partnership doesn't mean it can't be challenging because sometimes partnerships will challenge you to be greater or bigger or, or wonderful. Like if you hire a certain coach and the coach is like, or the teacher is like challenging you in a really good way, but with love, that's a good thing. But no, if the niggle is, I'm not so sure about that. It's probably, a no. now it equals a, the zero is so important. Cause that's infinity. That's the fool that's taking risks. That's really allowing yourself to, to be seen and be heard. Spirit said, bring all your color out into the world. And then the four is about foundations. You're building a new platform to live your life on. You get to pick the cliff. You get to build the cliff you want to jump off on. You don't wait till the universe puts you on a cliff and you says, all right, go. You choose the cliff and you decide to jump off that cliff because it feels good to you because you know you're going to land. Even if you don't know where you're going, even if there's an unknown, you're like, I'm on this cliff, man. I picked this cliff. I built this cliff. This is the cliff I'm on. This is the platform I'm on. I'm going to soar. And tell everybody, watch me soar. That's been my new mantra. Watch me soar. For the people that doubt me, I'm like, watch me soar. Watch me. I'm soaring. So soar. Trust yourself. Love yourself. Be yourself. Invite yourself in to the conversation. Get excited. Get passionate. Be okay with the fear. And do it anyway. And just get going that's your reading. All right, guys. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you for partis- being part of my community. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for your feedback. Remember, if you have questions about business, email me at care at If you want to know more about next level living, email me at care at or go to marilynelaurie.com forward slash next. And thank you so much for being you um, and sh- sharing you with me. And being part of this journey with me so that we can walk on this journey together. Thank you. Much love to all of you. Hey everyone, I have a very special bonus episode that you are going to get. If you're listening to this live on Thursday, September 1st, you're going to get this Friday morning at 12.01 a.m pacific time on september 2nd and this is a special episode about how to sell from your heart and soul so for those of you who are growing a business a spiritual business or any type of business can be brick and mortar can be anything this podcast is going to really shift the way that you think and help you to really anchor into the worth of what you do if you're struggling with it even if you're not it's going to accelerate your growth And really help you align to your truth of the type of work you want to do, who you want to do it with, make no apology for it, and also feel good about selling your product and inviting in the right people into your programs, into your store, into whatever you do. So get ready for this bonus episode. And if you're listening to this after that date, well, the bonus episode's there. Check it out. And if you like what I had to say, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at care at marilyneloria.com. And as always, I probably already said this, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the bonus episode.